the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. I am wearing my Rolling Stone socks. That's correct. Red Rolling Stone socks. Tongues all over it. This is Arthur Idolor at 604 on a Thursday night, March the 2nd. A very special day in my life, very special date in my life, which we will talk to um, uh, talk about a little later on with a special guest. We got three guests tonight, one of whom is a superstar all over the radio. He is a spectacular radio personality and a really sweet man. I'll tell you who that is in a moment. He'll be on around quarter after six. Um, and um, so today was um, it was a, a quick ride. It was, there was no traffic today. It was kind of crazy. I had to go from Bay Ridge to Flushing, Queens to drop off Luca and then back into the office. And um, it was great. I, I met with a, a new client with a it's a criminal case with a very interesting story. I had Judge Leventhal and Judge Cammons there, and it's interesting how we all have been working together long enough that we can sense each other's body language. And you know, we thought things were a little odd, and and then the client actually had a uh, a video of one of the incidents of which they were speaking, and the video was a little odd as well. I can't really talk about it, so I'm sorry for teasing you about it right now, but it. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it makes me appreciate, um, what I do on a regular basis because, um, it's never boring. Let's just put it that way. It's never boring. Um, something, something that in was inevitable was announced today. The house ethics committee opens an inquiry into Congressman George Santos. Well, it certainly took them long enough. Uh, you know, the, uh, someone sent me a video this morning of, um, and you know what, Matt, I wanted to send it to you. Hello, Matthew Sambola. Uh, good evening, Mr. Idala. I, I wanted to send it to you. It had to do um, uh, with, it, it, the, here was the, it was a guy at a podium, and it says the NFL or the NBA. And they rattle off all of these statistics about 
how many members of either the NFL or the NBA have been arrested? How many have been charged with domestic violence? How many have been charged with fraud? How many have had a, who have a criminal history? How many of them have gone bankrupt? How many of them have bankrupt um, other companies? And there's, the answers to these questions are dozens. Some of the answers are hundreds. Um, uh, how many can no longer get a credit card because their credit is so bad? It's like 10 horrible things, right? And it's like, is, are these NFL players or NBA players? And I'm familiar with this video. I know, it, I know what the punchline is. Yeah, it's amazing. So I'm, and I'm, I'm driving. Uh, actually, was I driving? Yeah, I was driving. Luca was holding the phone this morning. That's what made me think about it. And I'm like, I'm going to go maybe with the NFL because there's more NFL players than NBA players. So, the, you know, just statistically speaking, it's more likely that there's, you know, there's more, more people from the NFL committing these crimes or not being able to get a credit card. Or, and I mean, the, 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 the categories were like blowing my mind. And you want to give the punchline, San Bellino? Go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to get into the nitty gritty about some of the facts, it was like, 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Keep going. If you got it, run. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71 cannot get a credit card due to bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits. Eight, hold on. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. Go yeah. ahead. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How the, many How many in drunk driving? 84. And 84. The question was, can you guess which organization this is? Is it the NBA or the NFL? And the answer was it's- Wait, wait hold on. Was the organization that has 435 members? Right. <laughs> Five, well, 535 members. Five, right. Because I mean, it's the entire Congress. It's, yeah, it's both. United States Congress. Yes. yes. It's the Senate and Congress. So, I mean, when I heard that this morning, first of all, I apologize, Matt, because I wanted you to, like, play the whole – I was like, i got to send this to Matt. <laughs> but I was driving. So it's those right. of you who are on the road should be very happy that I was not driving and texting. Um, but it's amazing. And then, you know, I had lunch today with a very, very prominent businessman, a very established man. And he said, and who does business with the city and has for years, uh, you know, he's, he's in his, he's 80. And he said, the, what I have seen, the, the change over the last 30, 40 years that I've been doing business with the city, he said, the city council's full of morons. And, you know, look, I don't, that's not how I speak. I don't paint with a broad brush, but let's be realistic, folks. It's very expensive to live in the city of New York. If you're single or even if you're married, if you have children, it's ridiculously expensive in, in all five boroughs, even at the, the corners of Staten Island and Queens, it's, it's very expensive. And somewhere over the last decade or so, laws were passed that to be a New York City council member, you could no longer get any sort of outside income. So you only had to live off of, I believe it's $145,000. And I know that sounds like a lot of money because it was a lot of money 15 years ago. It is no longer a lot of money uh, if you're raising two children in New York City and you're the only person in the household who is bringing in any income. So what it did was it changed the dynamic. It changed the people who were in the city council. When I was a kid, the city council members 
were almost all lawyers or some form of a professional. Maybe you had some accountants thrown in there. You may have had a medical doctor thrown in there because you were able to be a city council person, do your job, and then when the city council hearing was over, you could go back to your law office and write someone's will and get some money or, or do someone's house closing and get some money. Um, or you could have some, uh, you know, you have associate attorneys who are doing the legal work while you are being a council person. You know, before Sal Albanese became a councilman in 1982, the council was known as a part-time position. Um, Sal Albanese ran against Angelo Arculio in 1982. Sal was the Democrat. Angelo was the, the Republican in Bay Ridge, Dyker Heights, and Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Angelo Arculio had been there a long time. He was actually the minority leader of the city council. And Sal ran on the platform as... I am going to be your full-time councilman. Uh, he was a school teacher. He was going to give up being a school teacher. And his only job was going to be working in the city council. At that time, the city council only had 35 members. And what happened was Sal won. He set this precedent of like full-time council people. And But more recently, and not everyone, met, most people did not follow the Sal Albanese uh, model. But it did kind of set a trend. And then I think like as an anti-corruption measure, they changed this law that you cannot have any outside income if you're going to be a member of the city council. I have no problem telling you I did run for city council when I was 29 years old before this law was in effect. But I had all I was single. I was living in my grandmother's basement, uh, walking apartment. Uh, I didn't have any financial obligations, So money wasn't really a, a, an issue. But nowadays. If you're an attorney and you have two kids and, and hypothetically, if you have a child who's a special needs child who needs to go to a special school that you have to lay money out for, the 145 is just not going to cut it. So people who I think would be outstanding public servants, they just can't afford it. So according to many people, not just the person I had lunch with today, but many people around city government, the quality of people in government, in particular in the city council, has diminished so much based purely on finances and we're getting hurt because of that yes there's a couple of bad apples that might spoil the, the you know the, the whole basket doing bad things but you could say that in any profession from car auto mechanics to judges on the bench that that they've done you know there's been judges who, who've been arrested for taking bribes there are auto mechanics who, you know, your car is really, there's nothing wrong with it, but they make something up. So every profession has some form of corruption in it. But what took place with the city council with handcuffing, with this, with putting this ceiling on that's so low that it's 145, take it or leave it, it really has lowered the caliber of person in the city council. And I don't say that gleefully, just the opposite. I say it with somewhat of regret. I have no problem telling you. I would seriously consider uh, Justin Brannon is running now uh, in my district that this is the last time he's term limited. I would have think I would think about running for city council in, in Bay Ridge, Dyker Heights. I would enjoy it. It would be fun. I don't know if I can run my law firm, the, the status that it's at, it has now achieved, but I could never do it. I could never just walk away from being a lawyer and say, okay, honey, we're going to figure out how to, pay, to put Luca, Arthur, and Ariana through school and, you know, be able to go to dinner every once in a while and host Christmas Eve and do the polar bear plunge um, on $145,000 a year. So different people with different educational backgrounds and different life experience are now in the city council. And that is really 
causing for this city not to run as great as it could. Who's coming on next? The great Mike Gallagher, also known as Nicely Nicely Johnson. Don't go anywhere. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. America is giving away its inventions and technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. The shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's talk about being prepared for illness. If, God forbid, your, your, your significant other, your sibling, someone who you're financially responsible for gets really ill and needs to be in a rehab center or some sort of a nursing home, those costs can run up to $500 a day, $15,000 a month, and that's like a bare minimum cost. It could absolutely bankrupt you. It could take all of your life savings and just deplete them. But there are programs that you may be eligible for, like Medicaid, it is so confusing. I am a lawyer. I don't understand this area of law. You don't have to panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These are lawyers who have been doing this for 40 years, who have helped hundreds of people just like you with all of these types of issues. They'll tell you exactly what you are eligible for. They'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. So call our friends at Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer at 718-238-6500. As we know, they have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And after you speak to their lawyers, you'll be so glad that you did. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. So why are we playing Jewish music here before a guy by the name of Gallagher comes on? Now, is it because Sam Bellino, whose name ends in a vowel, wears the star David around his neck? Is it because Alexandra de Benedictus, who's one of the uh, paralegals here, wears a star around her neck? Or is it because Mike Gallagher has an unbelievable trip? Planned where he's going to take all of our AM970 family to Israel. Nicely, nicely, Johnson. Welcome to the show. I got the horse right here. His name is Paul Revere. You know, your mom tells me you were a better nicely, nicely Johnson on stage than I was. But when I heard the Jewish music, I thought maybe it's like my audition to play Tevya in a production of Fiddler on the Roof. Because I'm ready. That's my dream role, Arthur. Is that really your dream role? Oh, Tevya, that's one of the greatest roles in the American theater. Although I will tell you, last night, a quick theater note, I saw Sweeney Todd, which is a revival that they just opened with Josh Groban. He is one 
Oh man, where's it's this great production? Uh, it's right uh, on Broadway. I forget the name of the theater. Oh, it the, is. It's right here. 45th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, they just they just started previews. It opens in a couple of weeks. He is the you know Sweeney Todd is a Stephen Sondheim musical about the demon barber of Fleet Street. Oh yeah, cutting everybody's throats and it's a real dark musical. Man, Josh Groban takes dark to a whole new level. I don't think you you or I could play. Sweeney Todd. I mean, you're scary in a courtroom, but I don't think you'd be. I don't think you'd well, make it on stage with that role. I hear you. I, it's, it's interesting. While you're talking, I'm like, who would be my dream role? I mean, if I had the talent, uh, I, you know, I would go with Jean Valjean. If I could play oh, one role, my gosh, I would go with that. You know, I go right to the top. <laughs> go with Jean Valjean. I mean, I could see uh, Mike Gallagher as the Phantom in uh, Phantom of the Opera. I mean, that that would be. Uh... No, no, no. I'm more of the fat opera singer, I think, although I lost a little bit of weight, but I could, I could be the fat Piaget opera singer. Hey, I want to tell you, you know how, you know how people who have an occupation like you do, I, everybody hits you up for questions and advice, and I never want to take advantage of our friendship. I've wanted to call you about 20 times because I have gone down the Alec Murdoch rabbit hole. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I am watching this thing. And I, because I'm already a true crime kook, you know, I watch this stuff all the time. Give me a good episode of Forensic Files on a Friday night, and I'm I'm good to go. But I have had so many questions for the great for the great Arthur Idala. Well, let me ask you, Mike did you trial. watch Did you watch the summations today? I did. I watched today. I watched yesterday. I watched the bizarre. I, I'm going to tell you one thing. I know real life isn't like Law and Order on TV, or or even Perry Mason. That closing summation from the prosecutor yesterday had me so confused my eyes were glazed over i thought pity the jurors who have to listen to this rambling long you know weird all over the road aren't closing arguments supposed to be kind of to the point and concise and 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 i did not especially a prosecutor's closing argument and then i i was told today in their rebuttal um the prosecutors at the very end brought mentioned uh, some facts that were never in evidence, um, which Ever. could be, which could be, thing. yeah, and that's that's you know, a hundred percent or grounds for a reversal after repeal. I mean, I mean that's verboten. And I did watch some of the cross examination, and you know, look, all I'll tell you, and I want to talk about your trip to Israel, but when you are an attorney cross examining an attorney. Because don't forget, Murdoch, right. he may be a, a psychopath, lunatic, murderer, or, or not. Um, he's definitely a skilled trial attorney by all accounts. You have to keep that guy on on as short of a leash as you would keep a vicious pit bull walking down the street. <laughs> like two inches from your did, knee. And they didn't. They did and not they didn't. at all. They didn't. And he, he, ran the court, he ran the courtroom. And, and I'll tell you what, he, he must be a great lawyer, but I, I don't know what kind of legal skills he has, but he is one heck of a witness. I yeah. mean, this guy crying on cue and doing all the right things. I mean, it was it was really wild. And, and you you know, you're convincing yourself, and we don't know. I mean, it's it's you know, as an attorney, I mean, you're innocent until proven guilty in this country. He's either the 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 most brilliant actor in the whole world, or a, a, or a complete narcissist psychopath with no conscience. Well, I mean, or he Mike- didn't do it. Or, I mean, or he didn't do it. I, yeah, but what's the thing about again? We, we, you and I. If you want to come out tomorrow, we'll do the whole show on this. But what's the I thing when he it. paid someone to kill him? I mean, that shows you that that's someone who is just mentally way out there, way, 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 way out of whack. Place and, that right, you and, and I are not and, in. 
No question. And is it possible that a psychopath could murder his wife and son right after they've had kind of a uh, a laughing moment in the in the in the kennels or whatever? Well, yeah. That's hence hence you're a psychopath. Yeah. And well, one last question, you know. and then we're going to talk about you going to Israel. Um, Am I allowed to ask you, since you've watched it and you've gotten on the rabbit hole, if you had to bet five bucks on what the outcome is going to be, where are you putting your money? I'll give you three well, options. Not, I'll, give to, you, I'll give you guilty, not guilty, or, or uh, they can't decide it's a hung jury. You know, I, I have a strong suspicion it's going to be a hung jury. He only needs one. I think the prosecution really, really kind of uh, – was all over the road and the, the he's got some of the best attorneys you remember i used to live in in south carolina dick harputlian is one of the finest criminal defense attorneys in the country and he's got a great legal team and i all they got to do is you know there's been re- reports of people in the courtroom that the jurors have cried on occasion along with him so it's i, I mean i'm guessing hung jury i mean i'm a lay person i don't have the benefit of all the hours of testimony that they did but i'll tell you this when you're when you're that rotten a person and you're because he he ripped off paraplegics oh, who he represented in, in I, I, that that's He's the part horrible. of the testimony I saw that, that I mean oh, he really hurt Arthur. some really Arthur. some people who should oh. not be hurt. These are people that ran his his own housekeeper's children that that died on his property. You know that he was supposed he said I'll take care of this and I'll get you money. He stole all the millions from them. So, you know, I'm thinking he's rotten and guilty, but I don't know. We're going to wait and see what happens. It's been a wild one. Um, let's, let's be uplifting, though, and talk about this trip to the Holy Land, Arthur, because this is a trip that has turned into sort of a, every two years, Prager and I get to do this. Uh, we've already got well over 300 people signed up to go, and I want a whole bunch of people from New Jersey and, and New York and Connecticut who are big Arthur Idala fans, like I am, to come join us. October 25th through January 3rd, it's called the Stand with Israel Tour. We go to places that most people can't get into. We walk where Jesus walked. We see sites that are so significant and profound. Um, and it's just a, it's a trip of a lifetime. This is not, you know, going to the beach. This isn't going to the Jersey Shore. This is, this is a life-changing experience. So we invite all of your listeners to come join us. It's so, so super, to, so simple to look it up. Standwithisraeltour.com. Standwithisraeltour.com is the website. I think we also have a link on the AM970, the answer website. It's going to be a great trip. When was the last time you did this? Two years ago? Two, well, did we you were, get messed well, up because we of COVID? COVID right. got can- yeah, COVID canceled it. We had 630 people signed up, and it was heartbreaking. So this is kind of the rebound. There are no vaccination mandates, incidentally, for trips to Israel in and out now. They don't have any of that anymore. So um, it's going to be it's going to be a very special trip, Arthur. And I've gotten to go. I was totally it up. This is my eighth trip to Israel in my lifetime, and I'm so blessed to have that kind of an opportunity because there's nothing like it. You come back a changed person, Arthur. Have you ever been? I'm. I it is so on the top of my bucket list. I will tell you what I felt similar to not from the the religious historic historical aspect but like the wow i'm not in kansas anymore aspect is when i went to africa um yep and you're yep. like okay this is like a different place on the planet earth you know and obviously i'm not talking about cape town or johannesburg i'm talking about when you you know you go out into africa and uh wow 
Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, it was absolutely. Fa- of course, yeah. when I told my yeah, dad I was going on right. a safari, he's like, safari? Yeah. He goes, just take the six train to the to Bronx Zoo. You see all the animals you need to see. What are you going to go spend thousands of dollars to go to Africa? But it was, it, it was, it was a little different. Although I will tell you, here's the punchline of that, Mike. So I went to go see, I saw all of these animals uh, in, in the, in the safari and I got this special camera and a wide angle lens. But the one, and so then I framed them all and I put them on the wall in my house. But the the one animal I never got to see was a lion. So what do you think I did? Wow. I took the six train to the Brog Zoo. I found the lion. I took the pictures of the lion, and it's up on the nice. wall with all the pictures that I took from Africa. I love that story. Can you tell the difference between the, the between the lion and the Bronx and the animals from Africa? Absolutely not. One, yeah, the lion in the Bronx looks more well nourished and well taken care of. Well, um, I will tell you this though. I, I'm, safe with me. I'll never tell I'm very close with uh, with Professor Alan Dershowitz, and uh, right. we kind of have a handshake pack because he's never done the Sicily thing. And he's obviously done right. the, the, uh, and I've done it, I don't know, 60 times maybe. And he's, uh, sure. uh so we, we have this pact that we're going to find a time where we could spend a little time in Israel and a little time in Sicily and we'll both come oh, back, change nice. people. He'll be, I'll be more spiritual and he'll be a little fatter because, uh, the food in Sicily is spectacular. I know it is. I know it is. Well, those are, but now you got me salivating for a trip to Africa because that's a bucket list trip for me. But, if for anybody who's wanted a bucket list trip to the Holy Land, this is this is the time to go. And we're really accommodating about your accommodations. I know when you went to Africa, you got the Arthur Idala treatment. You had the air conditioned luxury tent. You had uh, you you went five star. No, you can not do really. Five star. Four stars. Really? Yeah, I did four. Yeah, no, I wanted to be. I you know I I put it this way. We get into the room, and when we're in the room, I notice there's some white stuff on the bedspread, and the room is like a log cabin. And I'm like, I wonder what right. that is. And I didn't know what it was. I blew it off. And then I laid down on my bed and I look up. And on the rafter right above me is like, I don't know, from tail to nose, two and a half foot long gecko. And he's just up there oh hanging out, gosh. chilling, just doing poopy on my bed. But it was, it, was, yep. it was very, very cool. But I know this tour that you go on, the Israel tour, and how really every aspect of it is planned out with great tour guides that really educate you so you come back enriched and you have some great meals, staying at some great hotels. And all kidding aside, for those of you who don't know Mike Gallagher personally, he's just a really, really, really great guy uh, to spend uh-huh. some time with. So uh, you'll I have might, a lot of I fun. I strongly I encourage even, you. I'm, I- I might even belt out belt out some show tunes, and you're on. I'll do. I'll that do. Some, and you're rocking the boat. Fantastic! And if those of you <laughs> who are smart enough to keep the radio on AM nine seventy after Piscopo signs off, you'll hear rather uh, that beautiful voice of Mike Callagher five days <laughs> yeah, a week. And I'll call you later this week. I'll get all your inside scoop on the Murdoch trial. I need all. I'll need all the X's and O's. You're the best. Enjoy it. Keep fighting the good fight, my friend. Enjoy it. Mike Gallagher here on AM 970, The Answer. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we are we're going to make it a little bit of a Jewish day. I'm, I'm going out with a bunch of my friends from Poly Prep uh, of that persuasion, like some of my closest friends. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Israel anti-Semitism coming right back after this break. Ducks for the town to see and hear Squawking just as noisily as they can And it's I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time Then I discovered Babbel Babbel's lessons are fun They only take like 10 or 15 minutes And in three weeks, presto You're starting to speak another language, like magic I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking 
They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back the president and CEO of Emblem Health, Karen Ignani, to bring us up to date on how Emblem is keeping up with the healthcare industry. It's Reaching Out, Saturday afternoon at 2.30 with an encore at 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. All right, so let's talk about our friends at Plaza College. You know, you hear me talk about court reporting, court reporting, court reporting, court reporting, and we know they have a spectacular court reporting program, but I want to talk about their nursing program because their accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. And then besides the nursing program, they have this dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at Plaza, Plaza College, P-L-A-Z-A College dot E-D-U. That's Plaza, P-L-A-Z-A College dot E-D-U. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. All right, so I am sitting here at my desk and I have this big jar of this beautiful orange cream. And my guys here are laughing at me because I'm slathering it all over my shiny, smooth, bald head. Let me tell you something. These great products made by Hemp Leaf are fantastic. It's a shea butter-based cream that I have been using all over my body in the morning when I get out of the shower. And these things, these products, they're made with all natural ingredients and essential oils. They just, I feel like they're keeping me looking young. I mean, yes, people are like, what's up with you, Idala? You use a little tanning cream? No, I was in Florida, but I didn't get all that peeling. You know, I see all these people coming back from Aruba and Grenada, and then they're all peeling. Not me. You know why? I'm breaking out the hemp leaf, making me look young and healthy. And let me tell you something about their liquid black soap. It glides on me when I am in that shower, and it leaves my skin soft, crisp, and clean. And you know what the cool part is? During these economically challenging times, 
All of these natural botanical products are manufactured right here in Long Island, New York. And their products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. And this weekend, when I get on my bike, if I'm a little sore when I'm done, I'm going to use their Icy Pot. It's just a, it's a, a muscle rub that helps relieve those sore muscles. So... What I need to talk to you about is how to find it. I want you to go to www.hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, hempleaf.com, www.hempleaf.com. You mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you will receive 10% off. Get the whole kit and caboodle. Get the big, beautiful wooden box. You'll keep it on your dresser or your vanity in your bathroom, and you'll be so happy that you did. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala, and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Little 10,000 maniacs. You know, Cymbalina, uh, you played Fiddler on the Roof, and uh, I, think, uh, I don't think Gallagher caught your greatness. <laughs> it's all right. It's, Everyone eventually cool. catches my greatness. Well, I catch your greatness. Um, before we go to our next guest, I just want to... Uh, Send out a little, like, sad note here. The 130-year-old business in Manhattan, Aliva Dairy's longtime 188 Grand Street, went out of business. You know that, Johnny Beach? So John Esposito's here in my office. John lives on Mulberry Street. His, he grew up on Mulberry Street. His grandmother and grandfather owned the building on Mulberry Street, but not that building. Um, they closed down... Today, uh, just now, at the beginning of the show, they, um, they've been around forever. It's been in the family forever. It's, it's what we would call a salumaria, but they really focused on their cheese. I know Tony Danza was in there for a while trying to save them. Um, I've been in there and got them to make uh, you know um, sandwiches for me that are delicious. Oliva Dairy, the oldest cheese store in America, closed today after filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. They asked John Esposito for a loan. He turned his back on them. I don't know why. Johnny B, she should have written out a check and kept them open. But he didn't do that. So now with my head glistening with some of the, uh, with some of the orange uh, shea butter from my friends at Hemp Leaf, I want to bring in our next guest, who is the founder of Truth Tells, an organization aimed at combating anti-Semitism nationally and in communities and in different communities all around the nation by holding political leaders, especially Jewish political leaders, accountable. I'd like to welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Jeffrey Burke. Hello, Mr. Burke. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, sir? Arthur, I've heard and followed you for years. It's such a surprise and a treat to be able to be on today. Thank you. Oh, it shouldn't be a surprise at all. These airwaves are open to all those who can enrich and enlighten the listeners here on AM 970 The Answer. So do me a favor, Jeff. Tell us a little bit. You know, we just had Mike Gallagher on talking about going to Israel Israel and traveling to Israel. I am dear friends with uh, and, and colleagues with Alan Dershowitz, who always regales me of stories with, of Israel and anti-Semitism. Talk to me about Truth Tells, your organization, and what it stands for and, and, and what we could do to help. Um, I, like you, I'm 54. I left uh, a life as a lifetime New Yorker, moved to, moved to uh, Florida to start my own financial firm. Uh, I came very close to running for Congress in the last session. There was a pretty famous uh, Democratic Jew, Ted, Ted Deutsch, 
who announced that he was going to retire. And as a conservative Jewish member um, of myself, um, getting ready for that narrative, um, you know, Ted fashioned himself as a great champion of fighting anti-Semitism and promoting anti uh, promoting pro-Israel policy. But the problem is the 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 epidemic of anti-Semitism, in our belief, me as an individual and us at TruthTells.org, is the breadcrumbs is a very short trail back to the 2018 vote-in of these congressmen that are belovedly known as the squad. And these Wait, women... Be- I'm sorry, that below- beloved thing? Oh, the squad, okay. You cut out for a second. You know, they, uh, they, they've become, on Twitter and other social media, little rock stars on the left, and they have been promoting and normalizing anti-Semitic and anti-Israel policy and introducing anti-Israel policy into the administration, and it has to stop. So instead of running for the seat, we launched truthtells.org, and what we're doing specifically is giving every sitting Jewish politician, including and especially Jerry Nadler that we could talk about, a letter rating on what they're doing or truly not doing to fight against their anti-Semitic colleagues in Congress. I like it. I like it a lot. Let me ask you this question. I, I, I think it's a great idea. What, um, what grade does Jerry Nadler get? F, and I'll tell you why. Okay, hold on, um, hold on. One more, one more. What grade does Chuck no Schumer problem. get? What grade does Chuck Schumer get? We haven't given them a grade because our, our first questionnaires go out in May, in June, but I could, I could be, I'd be tickled to tell you why Naylor gets a preliminary F. Go ahead. Tickle. I'm okay. tickling away. All right. Um, well, there's a phenomenon that, uh, that I think even, even his Jewish constituents, nine and a half out of ten, don't even know that there's an existence of a caucus called the Congressional Progressive Caucus. Okay, so it's over 100 members of Congress, all of whom are progressives, and Jerry Nadler is one of the legacy congressmen who's part of that caucus. And the problem that we have is that maybe eight or nine months ago, Rashida Tlaib comes out and says, hey, if you don't agree with me that Israel is really an apartheid state, then you guys shouldn't really be progressives at all in the first place. And then, of course, Nadler jumps on Twitter immediately, denounces this, says, oh, that, I, this, is, this is crazy. Israel is not an apartheid. I don't support this commentary, but this point that I'm getting to. Two months later, within this CPC, Congressional Progressive Caucus, they have their votes for who the leadership is going to be again. And there you have Rashida Tlaib keeping her vice chair of member services position. Omar is elevated to the second in command of this very powerful caucus as the deputy went. Jamal Bowman, who's a squad member, gets a vice chair position. And people and Jewish members of the CPC like Jerry Nadler and Steve Cohen and Jamie Raskin, they have all the power in the world to have not made her vice chair again. And they absolutely let down their Jewish constituents and you mentioned AOC. What's AOC's role in all of this? Well, she's a member of the squad, and she's right. certainly a member of the CPC. But the lane that we have that we have chosen to stick within is putting pressure 
and getting the Jewish Democratic, no Jewish sitting politicians to be more active in reality than the BS that they're just telling their constituents. Listen, on I think I think I, I think this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you have to understand how foreign anti-Semitism is to me personally. I mean, I I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I mean, my best friend's last name is Handshaft. I, I mean, I'm surrounded with, with I'm, tonight I'm going out with Schuster, Shoepack, Adis, I know I'm a, a schnipper, a boxer, green. You know, the, I mean, these are guys who are, are my boys. And uh, I mean, I, I practice law on 13th Avenue in Borough Park in Brooklyn, New York. Some of my closest uh, clients are Hasidic. Uh, so the whole concept of not liking people because of their religious belief is absolutely foreign to me. So Jeffrey Burke, the founder of Truth Tells, you fight the good fight. You obviously know how to reach me. You know how to reach Joan, our producer. Please keep us posted. Please keep us informed. I, when you give Chuck Schumer a grade, give me a buzz because, you know, he's a Jewish boy from Brooklyn. He should be pounding his chest on this. He should be fighting the best fight possible for the Jewish folk and for, for Israel. So um, I want to thank you for finding the time. I want to thank you for being uh, unselfish and spending your time uh, finding, finding Truth Tells. And I'm very much looking forward to having you back on the show. I can't wait to meet again. Bye. All right. Jeffrey Burke here on the Idola Power Hour. I guess we had a little uh, Sam Bellino in honor of you. We had a little Jewish uh, half champion show. Um, I for the, we're going to close the show on a very personal basis. I got a very special guest who's standing here, sitting here, looking very handsome. He's a regular Idola Power Hour listener. Don't go away. We'll be right back. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's no secret that this economy is taking its toll on us. But I've got some important news that could really help. If you're facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt, you need to know that you may not be required to pay it all back. There are special programs that can significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This isn't bankruptcy or a high-interest debt consolidation loan. These are programs that credit card companies don't want you to know about, ones that offer Americans struggling with overwhelming credit card debt savings and real debt relief faster than thought possible. Accredited Debt Relief has a special hotline to learn all about these programs and what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualified consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now for this free information. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. You want to talk about a great trip besides the trip to Israel? How about the trip to Italia and Sicilia? Our friend Joe Piscopo has teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM970 family. A special Perillo tour with Joe Piscopo. Three nights in Rome, seeing all the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, 
and all those cool stores to go shopping in, as well as a special dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. It's a great time. It's a lot of fun. Then you fly to Sicily. You spend four nights in Taromina with day trips to Syracuse, where you'll see the Greek and Roman ruins. Next, you can take the Godfather tour, where they take you to the little towns where the Godfather was actually filmed. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. Palermo is exquisite. Fantastic. Rome and Sicily. What a great customized trip. And remember, a Perillo tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. So call today, 1-800-431-1515. That's 1-800-431-1515. Or go to PerilloTours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Smith's here? Yes, sir. All right. Samuelino, see if you could find Love Vigilantes by New Order. And then give me like a, a full minute to, to fade the show out from that one. Because uh, it's very appropriate. I have on my desk in Brooklyn, I keep a picture from 1988. And I know it's from 1988 because it's my sister's graduation from uh, high school. So it says, congratulations from four, from Fampa and Lori. And there's me and Chris Glenn and Joseph John Paul Hassan III. And uh, I know for sure, I think we all have our shirts off. I know Joe has his shirt off. And, and we were listening to Love Vigilantes in like the middle of the afternoon. My parents were away. They were in Russia. And so I had the house all to myself. And it was like the summer of Animal House, or at least two weeks of Animal House. Um Joseph John Hassan was a guy who I met in um, 1979 in summer day camp at Poly Prep. And although Joe was a little shorter than I was, uh, there's a, at that point in your life when you're like 12 years old, I think I was 11 actually, and Joe was 12. And there's a big difference in terms of like puberty and hitting certain benchmarks. So Joe's like this, yeah, that's it. So Joe's like this beefed up, like very strong guy who's already lifting weights and I'm like this nerdy little kid and um, at first like he was just a very intimidating cat uh, and then we started we went we got through camp and he was this unbelievable athlete like I couldn't even hit the ball and like you know he's knocking the ball out of the park and um, then we start school in seventh grade at poly prep and he starts dating, and this is the truth, I'm not exaggerating, he starts dating the prettiest girl in class, in the whole class, in Lucky seventh guy. grade. Her name is Susan Malkin. She's gorgeous to this day. And so they're, I mean, we're, we're 12 years old, right? But they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And one day, here's my first real encounter with Joe, even though we were friendly. Apparently, Susan asks the teacher in our class if she could go to the bathroom. So she leaves to go to the bathroom, and I don't realize that. I'm probably falling asleep in class. So I ask to go to the bathroom, and I leave. And now I'm going down the steps to the locker room to go to the bathroom. And from behind me, I hear, like, the last three steps, boom, 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 boom. And Joe jumps up, grabs me, puts me in a headlock, throws me to the ground. And I'm like, Joe, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? He goes, are you fooling around with Susan? Are you trying to fool around with Susan? I'm like, Joe, are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. because well, she went to the bathroom and you went to the bathroom. I think something's going on. And I was like, bro, I would never do that to you, man. I'm not that kind of a guy. 
And I mean, we were 12. I would think I was 11. He was 12. And from that day forward, through all of high school, through all of middle school, high school, college, I was in his college. He was in Gettysburg. I was in SUNY Purchase. I'd go see him. He'd come see me. We spent holidays together. His vicar, his sister, Vicky, was two years below us in poly prep. She rode the bus with us in the school in the morning. And then when Joe got a car, and I mean, it was, it was magical. And uh, his mom, Paulette, his father, Joe Chip Hassan, uh, uh, were just, you know, they, we were all family. We lived three blocks. We still do. I'm on 85th. They're on 82nd Street. They had a house in Woodstock. We used to go to the house in Woodstock in the summer. Joe taught me how to drive. He taught me how to drive a stick shift. He was the first one with a real girlfriend. He taught me all about that stuff. Literally, the birds and the bees. He was explaining stuff to me. It, it was, you know, he was, we were very, 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 very close the anniversary of the first World Trade Center bombing was just a couple of days ago. When Joe was in that building, when he left, he came right to my house uh, that night. He saw me, my mom, and before he went to his own house, because when the subway's like right on the corner of my block, so you got to walk right down the block. Uh, he went. In, he got into a vicious car accident, ripped off his fingers, screwed up his face. I was by his bedside for weeks. I mean, we were like, you know, we, we were really, really tight. And what was really cool is when I first started getting a little bit of notoriety, Joe worked on Wall Street, so he would get into the office super-duper early. And so he would get the newspaper before I would. So I'd be sleeping. I was a bachelor, and my phone would ring at like quarter to six in the morning. And I kind of I knew it would be him. I'd be like, hello, Adala, you're on page eight, man. You represent Abe Hirschfeld. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. Um... And then uh, I was blessed to see Joe on uh, Saturday, September the 8th at the Pearl Room on 82nd Street and 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. He was with his gorgeous wife, Mary. At the time, he pulled out from his wallet a old-school photo, showed it to me, kissed it, and put it back. And that was his son, at the time three months old, Joseph John Hassan IV. I remember the day he was born. It was Father's Day. I was at the barbecue grilling lamb's heads when he called me screaming, Four! 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 I go, Joe, what the heck is four? He goes, it's Joe Hassan the fourth. It's my son. I got a son. Because they didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. I mean, I just had so many wonderful memories. And then on September 11th, he was taken away on the 105th floor at Cantor Fitzgerald. And sitting right in front of me with tears in his eyes. But he did save me from getting my only first and only tattoo. is his brother, Chris Hassan. When Chris handed me a bracelet... Uh, that has Joe's name on it. it says Joseph John Hassan the third nine eleven oh one WTC and it used to have a little American flag on it that's since worn off and we're gonna go out tonight with a bunch of boys from Poly Prep we're gonna go to Joe G's Sicilian Joint here in Manhattan and on Joe's what would be his fifty sixth birthday we'll raise a glass to your brother Christopher uh, your brother who um, you know you guys had an interesting relationship I remember him being. You were so mad at him. It was something to do with the Almond Brothers and an autographed poster or something on July 4th of 2001. What was that about? Listen, your brothers, you're from Brooklyn, and that's a special relationship. Unless you're from there, you don't know. You don't know what it's like. You know what? You fight like cats and dogs. It was, it was, but it when was it July comes, 4th. Well, when, but you know what? You fight like cats and dogs when it comes down to it. You know, I remember Polly's story. I went there for a couple of years. You know, I decided to leave after they threw me out at Polly. But, you know, <laughs> with that, I think they figured three Hassans was one too many. But with that, I remember getting beat up on the bus one time going to Polly. Okay. And in the morning, we weren't having a good day, me and my brother. But when I got to Polly and I'm crying, I couldn't even breathe. You know, one of those. <laughs> and I mentioned the name and he, 
he found that kid after that. I, you know, the kid was uh, carrying my book bag for me. Yeah, you know well, how that goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we always, uh, you know, big brothers. They teach you, uh, you know, where to kick in the rear end and uh, and Chris, tell and everyone what what do you do now? Twenty five years, I'm a public school teacher. In fact, nine eleven. That's what I was doing. I was uh, in school. Just got finished saying the Pledge of Allegiance with my class, and the uh, assistant principal come running down the hall and said, the tower's on fire. And um, from there, in Brooklyn, I could look out the window and see it. And um, Are you teaching in Brooklyn at the time? Yeah. Is that where you are now? Yeah. And, and now 25, whatever, we're not 25 years later, but I just want everyone to know, your folks are in good shape. You know, you know your I sister's to, in good shape. Know, it, it's ironic. Mary's in good you shape. You know what, bro? It's, it's ironic to say how, how lucky we are. You know, some families were completely destroyed after this. They don't, you know, parents didn't get to see their grandchildren who left, who went somewhere else. And listen, to, you know, like any other Italian family in Brooklyn, you fight. But at the end, you love each other and you hug, and we're very, we're very, very lucky. Well, we were all so close yeah. those days, weeks, months, and and your father's usually right about things. But one thing he was wrong about was within those days, I I said something to him like, uh, I go, Chip, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be around. And he said, Arthur, I know your intentions are great, but people say that all the time, and that's not true. And here we are going out right now. With all of these guys, we'll be raising a glass for Joe Hassan the third. Well, you know, listen, you, you got a lot of people kissing your rear end, but I'll be honest, you've been like a big brother to me. And yeah, we're the same age, man. So take it easy. No, you know what? You said it. One year's a big difference. And when I'm ten, and you guys were thirteen, I admired you. I looked up to you. Well, that's because you and, were a thespian. And, I was a thespian. Well, your brother was a big athlete, but you, you and I were the were a lot, kids. You were a lot little smoother with me than Julia, Joe was. But he knew the role. But I'm very happy with my family. His his son graduating Villanova. He was my intern here this I, summer. I, I, it was fantastic. No, my me and my son went to see him in Villanova. We hung out. Mary did a wonderful job raising you know my, my my nephew on her own my our family stuck together and my parents and friends and family but we just well you know chris they say brooklyn they say when you keep talking about someone they never die right and so you're wearing that bracelet i'm wearing yeah. that bracelet your your father wears that bracelet i know yeah. glenn wears it sometimes manorino yeah. wears it sometimes yeah. your sister um so your your brother will live on for a long time by yeah. the way it's no coincidence my son's name is luca joseph idala right. <laughs> right. so uh and glenn's son is joseph glenn all after your brother so we're gonna go out and have a good time tonight folks yes, and if there's a little lesson to be learned here you know when life gives you a horrible, horrible lemon like losing Joe Hassan, you figure out a way to make some lemonade. You keep yeah. your family together. You keep your friends close, and you do the best with Happy what you got. Happy birthday, my brother, like no other. I love you, and I miss you. All right, Joey, we love you. Tomorrow we'll be live and local with the uh, well, Padre Lou Libation. We have a very special guest, a spectacular author. Don't miss it. See you tomorrow, folks. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.